Well, welcome. This is uh, welcome to the testing podcast. Here we are, chatting sperm, talking fertility. How are you guys? We're really good. I think. Yeah. <laughs> we think. Yeah. Amazing, mate. Always. Yeah, yeah. Always. It's a special occasion getting the three of us together. Oh. We all live in different counties, um, so it's nice when we actually get together and uh, talk fertility. I suppose it is good, isn't it? Yeah. And well, it's funny you should say that we all get together because I thought in this episode it'd be really good for us just to. Kind of tell the backstory to test him. You know, how did it come about? You know, how how do you end up, you know, developing and starting a company that's about male fertility testing? And three men from very different backgrounds, yeah, different counties, um, very different lives. But we've all got the same mission. We've all got the same dream. But how on earth? I mean, it's we chuckle to ourselves, don't we? It's like how on earth has this happened? But I think it'd just be really nice for people to understand what's behind all of this and why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And it is a me- mega story in fairness, It's it? a bit mad you know, as well, actually, how it all came about as well, doesn't it? So in terms of the, you know, the connections that we've both all had independently and then yeah. how it's all sort of sprung together. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I think really we should just dive straight in um, yeah, to the point so. we first met and then rewind a little bit of what got us to that point and then perhaps we can talk a little bit about how uh, testing was thing, a thing. Conceived sure. almost. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're going for puns, are, are we? we? Okay, puns. excellent. We, <laughs> yeah, we need a little a few of those. Yeah, there yeah. might be a few of those in today's. Yeah, just so. a, just a little note for the listeners. Um, we often have uh, all sorts of weird and wonderful puns, but typically fall back to fertility. So just listen out for them. Um, yeah, uh, give us a tweet <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if, if you know if, if you, you spot them. them. Yeah. <laughs> so when did it all start? Well, it was summer twenty twenty one, wasn't it? Yeah. So, but Post. we but we had known each other since April twenty twenty March twenty twenty. I say we. I'm I'm looking at Toby. The if you're listening we. to this, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you don't know who I'm talking to. <laughs> Toby and I we met in March 2020. Yeah, we? we were introduced by Fertility Network UK because of really because of what you're already doing in the space with your Racing for Fertility campaign, and and I'd been quite vocal about male fertility as well. So yeah, I remember chatting to the lovely Gwenda Burns at um at the charity. What an amazing amazing role model she is in the space of facility i remember chatting to her kind of um you know she said to me one one afternoon yeah have you have you met ian stones yet like i think it'd be good for you two to connect and i was like who's he quickly googling you know just, just while i was chatting away to her and i was like oh, okay he's, he's what, what came up cool <laughs> uh, that's another episode i need a whole episode <laughs> 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 and um and yeah and, and i remember sort of going yeah no it'd be a really good chat to him because i think at the time um i was talking about this just so like like little effort being made around male fertility i was kind of just starting out of like making a bit of a noise and kind of wanted to go public just to try and help help people out and uh yeah we we met via zoom because we're still in this weird pandemic world where we just didn't meet face to face for only just started hadn't it did yeah. we actually meet by zoom or was it a phone call i think a phone call initially yeah yeah and then um and then followed by zoom and it was nice to see see your face Oh, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> but, to that. Yeah, but of course the counter to that was i got an email from somebody at the charity it wasn't from gwenda it was somebody else who, who's moved on now right. but i'd done a webinar for the charity in january or december i think it was about male fertility and, and how important it was that men got help yeah so i got an email landed in my inbox saying would you be interested in hosting a male fertility support group with toby trice and i was like Who's Toby Trice? <laughs> so that, I googled Toby Trice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't remember what came up. To be fair, Gosh, um, but that was it, wasn't it? We were we were flung together yeah. to set up this male fertility support group, which sounded like quite a good idea, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I suppose it's good just to just recap kind of what got us to that point. Really, if if I look back at kind of um, how I got involved with the charity, because really the charity has kind of been kind of the core of getting all of us us guys mm. together. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
so just just for context I was going through a really difficult time as a fertility patient um a couple of miscarriages rounds of IVF really not enjoying any of it as you can imagine it's very difficult and um and I, I sought to the charity mainly for kind of support and just trying to like clear my headspace and had some counseling with them so I, I'm I'm here because because I'm a patient or I was a patient and I was going through um yeah the the the, the journey of fertility I hate the word journey of fertility but that's exactly that's the where challenge I was. Of, of the of the journey isn't it really yeah exactly yeah and that's uh and that's kind of how I how I met Gwenda and the charity um like where did where did you start where where was your kind of connection to well yeah blimey so I so my background my training was was Chinese medicine and acupuncture and so I qualified in 2007 and very shortly after I qualified I heard about a uh, an initiative that Zeta West was joining, uh, developing, sorry. And anyone who is in the fertility world and gone through treatment, chances are they've heard of Zeta West or they've bought some of her supplements or, or looked at her Instagram page, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but she was setting up this kind of advanced training for acupuncturists who were treating fertility. So I jumped at the opportunity. I was, I was a new graduate. I kind of was a, a fledgling practitioner. I thought, this sounds great. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. And that naturally led me to then seeing more and more couples that were going through fertility treatment. So my practice developed over the years um, where I was seeing predominantly women that were going through IVF treatment. And I then had a bit of a light bulb moment. It was actually in a meeting with some other acupuncturists and we were talking about sperm health and Mm -hmm. I was the only bloke in the room. So every single time they said the word sperm, they all looked at me and I was kind of <laughs> sat in this chair <laughs> on my own. It's like, yep, yep, I'm <laughs> the one who's got some. Um, and it was, I was just like, hang on a minute. Nobody's really looking after the men. No. I think there's something in this. I think we need to look into this. So I started doing a bit more research, did a bit of reading, and, and I actually started interviewing my patients' husbands or partner, who you know, their, their male counterparts. And I heard the same message time and time again. It's the message I've heard from both of you and all the guys on the support group. They're not supported. They don't know anything about advanced testing. They feel like the spare part. They're just a sperm donor. They worry about the money. Um, And I was like, wow, okay, this is a thing. Mm. So, yeah, became more vocal about it, started talking in in different places about it. I I went on um, a thing called Brighton Inspiring Talks to talk about it. This was literally the week we were about to lock down. And because I then did some bits with the charity about it, that's what led me to get in touch with you. So I came from uh, a clinician's point of view, or a practitioner's point of view, not a clinician, a practitioner's point of view of having seen a lot of couples go through it and realising that there was this almighty chasm of male fertility support. Mm -hmm. So I guess, so then we set up the support group and then you kind of fast forward a year and we got through to 2021, wasn't it? Yep. So, so mine and Toby's bromance had fully developed by then. <laughs> it, was in, it was in full swing. It, it was, was in full, full swing. swing. Digitally, though. Still digitally. I hadn't actually met you at this point. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's very... Well, no, when did later, you do your... It? It, was in, it was in the summer of 2021. Was it? Yeah. Ah. No, it wouldn't have, no, sorry, it wouldn't have been. No, it was the end of 2020, wasn't it? So it was... I did meet you in 2020. Yeah. It was with, because with we did have easing of lockdown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, that's a quick note. The first time I met you in the flesh, I handed a pot of my semen to you. Yes, very first thing that we ever nice transacted. I mean, that's it. That's a, that's a friendship there sealed forever, isn't it? Really, that's that was a true bromance. Yeah, yeah, that's just yeah. Living long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice and warm. I hope it was. <laughs> it was really warm, actually. Uh, I won't tell you where it was kept, but yeah, it was very warm. That's um, it. So, um, so yeah, so guys out there that are doing uh, semen samples and feeling quite embarrassed, imagine giving uh, what is your 
latest friend, <laughs> newest <laughs> that friend that you're, that you're meeting for the very first time. Yeah. Hey, mate, here's a pot of semen. Nice to meet you. Yeah, hey, you good? Loved it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I've completely lost the train of thought now. But anyway, so that was our bromance, wasn't it? And yeah. of course, going along here, so we are going to bring you in at some point, Michael. No, it's fine. Know? No, it's it's, <laughs> it's really fun just listening back to the story <laughs> yeah. about how you both met the bromance. Yeah, the bromance. The, yeah. Um, the whole thing that's going on alongside here is, of course, the Racing for Fertility campaign. Yeah. This is how we bring you in, Michael. This is it. Yeah. So, Michael, what was your kind of backstory to, to getting involved in male fertility? Uh, mine's been a long journey, I think, a bit longer than most people's in the fact that um, I've, I've, I was a bi- biomedical bi- bi- scientist um, at heart, but uh, I've had a, you know, a wide career in the pharmaceutical industry and one of their large companies I used to work with um, was was heavily involved with the fertility business. Um, they're probably the biggest company in the world, actually, that deals with fertility, but mainly female fertility. Um, and I left them uh, probably about 12 years ago. And uh, But during that time, I've, I've had my own fertility issues. Um, you know, I was uh, born with undescended testes. Um, that held problems um, in trying to conceive. And, um, you know, ultimately, I'd gone through a similar type of process where um, because it was male factor, actually ICSI was probably the way to go and uh, and go go through that thing, which was unsuccessful for us. Um, so as a science nerd and being in the pharmaceutical industry, I've become that patient advocate and patient experienced person. And I've gone out and sought, um, you know, the relationships with all the top academics and, um, you know, physicians that deal with male fertility to the point now, which I pretty much well know, uh, you know, most major figures around the world in andrology and actually have now a company with uh, one of the leading um, andrologists in the world um, doing a lot of research and development. So um, as a business, we've now got half of my business is um, just dealing with male fertility, male mm. fertility diagnostics, testing and, and treatments. Um, but yeah, it's interesting how I got involved um, um, through the charity as well because we've been a great advocate and gold sponsor of Fertility Network UK for approximately five, six years or something like that mm. um, and really support all the activities that they do in trying to raise awareness, education and, um, you know, trying to make sure that patients are equally heard and that, um, you know, there are options available to those patients. So I got introduced to the charity in a different way, but mm. from a sponsorship type of way yeah, yeah. in order to try and raise awareness of these d- latest treatments that come through. So pipeline. it's interesting, isn't it? So your fertility journey, oh, that's a bloody word again, isn't it? It's just, yeah. we'll just have to, we'll have to do a disclaimer, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. The, the, sorry for that crappy term, but, yeah. um, but it was your experience yeah. and your scientific background that, you know, it's so funny, isn't it? It's led us all in such, we've all come from a different background, mm. but it's all, we've taken a slightly different angle um, in that, you know, for you, Michael, it was the scientific stuff that you really like, okay, I can make a difference here with the testing. Yeah. Toby, you, it's like, okay, let's raise awareness, let's get people educated. And then for me, it was about, probably similar to you, I suppose, Toby, and it's edu- awareness, education, just making sure guys are getting the right support. Yeah. But yeah, that's interesting that you've got that scientific line. Up. Yeah, I think I realised through, through the challenges I was going through that um, there was just... Um, you know, a complete lack of knowledge and the testing that was available in the clinics was actually poor and substandard, which I knew from a science point of view was out there, but it just wasn't being used. So, yeah, it's 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 shocking um, sometimes, by mind, you know, that we're still living in a world where um, we have all the knowledge, but nobody uses it. Mm. Um, so yeah. that's that's the thing that I want to sort of bring to the table is is 
you know, some of the clinical research, some of the clinical diagnostics and, and bring them um, mm. to the forefront so that we've got better options and better treatments. Yeah. yeah. So then how did you and Toby meet? Because that's that's the other part of the equation, isn't it? Yeah, by Gwenda again, I think. I think was it Gwenda? Yeah, Gw- yeah, Gwenda's the, the networking she's, she's wizard. And we're going to get her on here at some point. We've got to get Gwenda down, down, down here to have a little, little yeah. chat about yeah. absolutely no UK. Can you remember that point then, Toby? Yeah, really vividly. I remember actually chatting to, to Gwenda um, and uh, looking looking ahead of you know my racing fertility campaign and saying, Gwenda, I, I really want to work with companies that are really passionate about fertility. Um, not necessarily fertility treatment companies, but maybe nationwide brands that just want to make a difference and and you know I need to get sponsorship so that's kind of my conversation with Gwenda and, and I remember Gwenda going to me you need to speak to Michael because <laughs> Michael <laughs> is a really good cookie and he's doing some really cool stuff and and he's got a good company that might be able to afford to with what you're doing and I was like okay it'll be good to it'll be good to yeah, talk to Michael and I remember um, Gwenda putting us in an email chain and uh, at the time actually I was talking to to you know various other companies supplement companies and bits and pieces about um about some sponsorship and opportunity but i kind of wanted to make sure that when racing for fertility became its thing i wanted companies on board that were of the same kind of mindset as i was and not just just become a sponsor i wanted them to become something bigger and actually we're all part of the same mission so gwenda just said that you would be a really good match because you're like that. And I remember having a chat with you, and straight away we literally—it was like it was it like was I a knew connection, you. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah same yeah, with you, Ian. Like, it was oh like I just God. knew you, and um, yeah. and and it, we had a we had a really long chat over Zoom, I think it was, wasn't it? And um, you know, talking about my campaign, what what you're doing, and I was just like in awe of you and the people that you were mentioning, and and it was it was so, it was so refreshing because at the time, um, if I think back to that that moment, I hadn't um been fully diagnosed at that point I don't think I was kind right. of just um just at the point where I, I knew there was might have been an issue so I was actually there for two parts really because obviously you had so much information that you could sort of help me out with and um and yeah the the, the, the right, when was started this? when when was this, this conversation this must have been January 2021 I'd say oh, okay or maybe a touch before or maybe in the December of 2020 it, I think it was around time. that time wasn't it it was certainly lockdown and I remember having that conversation and um yeah just having a a chat about you know some of the things that you might want to think about and the physicians that that um, that may be about and uh, and more importantly the the test that should you should have had by mm. then yeah which was clear hadn't really been resolved quite quite acutely so uh and then we had a common a common physician um which i probably won't say right now but we had a common physician he's a legend (laughs) um and um yeah just talking through some of the things that he may want to explore and try and identify what was going on and then it was all like a light bulb going like i think a few months later we're going like Yes, that's it, and I'm going to get it repaired. Okay, get sorted. Yeah, and just like, oh my goodness, that you know. So there is some yeah. insight out there that uh, that can be helpful. And then, and then you joined my campaign in, in 2021. I, I did. Yeah, you um, you sort of like said, oh, can I send you a brochure? And I went, oh, okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> oh, this, this <laughs> is going to cost. So me. we have a conversation about, do you, do you like motor racing? I went, uh, yeah, I used to follow Formula One, you know, for quite a few years and things like that. Like to get around the paddock and Silverstone and various other bits and pieces. So he said, oh, you should have a look at what we're doing. So I said, oh, I can have a look. And I uh, said, well, I probably can't afford that much. But, uh, you know, it's sort of like, yeah, <laughs> let's, let's give you a bit <laughs> of a point. Um, yeah. But it would be great to come down and see what you're doing and yeah. see what the, t- what the team are doing. And, uh, yeah, and I think it started from there. So I said, yeah, okay, here's a bit of, uh, here's a bit of dosh, a dosh. Uh, <laughs> just to help you with your campaign. And uh, uh, don't think we've ever looked back, have we, since then? Uh, yeah. We absolutely haven't. Uh, like, it's exploded since then. Well, oh, that was May, May 2021, wasn't it? Because that was uh, Brands Hatch. Because that yeah. was then the first time... 
That was the first time the three of the us three were of us together in the same yeah. same place. I mean, yeah. I remember being so excited that weekend just to come and awesome. see you race. Yeah, you awesome know, weekend. That was incredible. It was awesome. Yeah, because that was the first time that we actually we met, uh, yeah. met at that. But we didn't really. Things. Well, we did inevitably talk probably a lot of fertility stuff, but I don't, we didn't really talk much beyond. You know, testing wasn't a thing then. No, no, we, it, we hadn't it talked wasn't about even business together. Then was it? You no, know, no. It was. It was later that summer, maybe June, July time. I had a conversation with Toby because I had, in my mind, had this vision that I wanted to open a dedicated male fertility clinic. That's right. You know, I knew about all this testing. I knew that there was more for men. I was like, right, how do I do this? Mm-hmm. So I phoned Toby up. I said, look, I've got this idea. You know, actually, I think it was just I chucked into another conversation about we were, something. We were chatting. We were just I, I chin-wagging. Think, I think I remember quite vividly, actually, to be fair, that that, that, that kind of conversation happened where, obviously, the, the support group was was pretty well established at that point. Mm. We, was, we were speaking to a lot of guys um, through my Instagram account, privately, whatever. I was getting lots of messages, you know, what do I do? What do I, and, and, I, and I don't know. I'm not a professional in this space. And I was getting actually like really fed up hearing guys getting treated a bit rubbish. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to the frustrations that I had going through the fertility treatment at the time that, that I'd gone through. And I remember just chatting to you about it. Like, we need to do something because mm. this is just not good enough, is it? This is yeah. just like... So yeah, average. So we, we yeah. chatted about it. It was like, oh, how do we do this? And who do we talk to? And maybe we should do this. And maybe yeah. speak to these people. So we had a couple of conversations. And then yeah. you were like, we probably ought to talk to Michael. And that was it then, wasn't it? It, it was, yeah. yeah. I think when I think when the three of us got together and said, oh, this is the idea. So I think it was you, Ian, and said, oh, I'd love to do this uh, this um, sort of clinic thing. And, you know, listening to all the stories that you'd had by then yeah. on the infertility support group, you know, you're thinking, oh, my goodness you know so many people are in exactly the same boat don't know where to go haven't got any support you know and searching really for answers of what to do next and uh i think i think it was just a like a collection of minds going like oh my goodness yeah i think there is something here yeah it's like a light bulb we didn't know what it was going to look like at that point at all but i think we knew that we we could do something which is going to be quite special yeah and i think that's the 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 key thing with, with what test him eventually became and, and we'll get to kind of what why we call it testing but we we just was so like all, all three of us had had our own kind of story leading up to that point where we've sort of bonded we've created this lovely friendship that because we're just so well you know like-minded but we all had that similar frustration that like more needs to be done because you know how many more men are we going to speak to that they're just a rabbit in the headlights getting thrown to um, um gynecologists that's not even the right people that they need to see mm. and and you know, hearing stories of people that have, you know, missed their opportunity of having their own baby, well, and and those sort of things really like fired me up to yeah. go. We've got to make this change, and I think well, that's where it started. Really, well, I, th- I think it was at that time I I joined the 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 group, didn't I? I was yeah. a lot later than you guys had set it up, and yeah. um, you know, for me it was fascinating just to listen to some of the stories, and you know, you're putting your head in your hands and going like. Not again, not again, mm. not again. Sad, and yeah. then similar questions um, month after month were coming up and you're going like, my goodness, you know, we're going back a step to go forward a step mm. to help people. And then, you know, and, and it, it was just sort of like, oh, my goodness, there's so many common questions out here that actually need to be answered and put into one yeah. place that is actually going to help people moving forward. Isn't it was, it? It was yeah. too big to ignore, wasn't yeah. it? You kind of you look at it and you're like, this just doesn't make sense. How can the how how is it that female fertility is getting all of this, yet the men are getting nothing, and we're hearing these same problems and the same stories and the heartache, and it's like 
why why wouldn't you do something about this? Why and and nobody was. No, so it's like could okay. break the cycle, haven't you? Yeah, could break so the cycle. Like, right, well we've got to do it then. That, that's a pun. That's got to be a pun. That break, one. The, break the cycle. cycle. Oh my goodness! Oh, I didn't even think <laughs> about that. Hey. Well spotted, that man. <laughs> <laughs> so they come out all sorts of angles, don't they? Yeah. I know circles and things like that. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was it. So then we met. It's like September, I think it was that year, 2021, and yeah. started thrashing out some ideas, didn't we? And you know, and at some point we then had to develop a brand and a and an identity and um yeah which seems mad doesn't it it does seem really mad what 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 this has become because yeah. you know we've got this this like real strong passionate vision that we want to do yeah. and change for the better for fertility and ultimately get you know more, more, more couples have families right that's the that's mm. the goal isn't it and um test well, him yeah we, we started drawing it out didn't we yeah. put, we put all sorts of ideas on the table and sort of like saying what what does that mean what what's the most important bit here what what is a priority mm. and then we're going like well what, how do you bring this together and you know and i've done a lot of marketing in the past brand marketing and things and i said right actually we need to think about it structurally and then you know that actually gives us a vision it gives us a mission and then we've got a storyboard to start you know um, building the foundation from from there on in isn't it so uh, yeah. yeah. And of course, the foundation really is probably the questionnaire, you know, the portal and the questionnaire. That was, you were already working on that, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. So, idea. yeah, we were used to doing quite a number of like risk assessments, I suppose, or health assessments. Um, and there are quite a number of validated uh, risk assessments out there, but none of them were really being used routinely and certainly not, um, you know, robustly either put together. So, um, one of the chaps that works with me, Professor Ralph Henkel, um, sort of uh, helped us actually saying, what are the most important questions that we need to answer and how can we put, you know, levels of, um, you know, importance about on those and, uh, and, and then ultimately say, you know, can we tease some of those out that actually is going to have an impact on fertility? So we've done quite a bit of work already and I think that was the sort of conception behind Actually, if we got everybody to fill this in, and conception, yeah, conception. Oh, oh I need to oh, 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 <laughs> the button. <laughs> I do it all the time. So, um, yeah. So we saw. Let's like, right. Let's let's put it together in a portal that it makes it so much easier. And uh, I remember speaking to a, a very good physician, which we know uh, very well, and he said, "If you're going to do it this way, um, then don't do what other companies have done and make it a chargeable uh, mm. fee." Don't do that," he said. "Make sure that it's accessible and it's 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 suitable for every patient type, whether they're an NHS patient or a private patient. It's got to be common between everybody that's there, and that's a challenge because that costs a lot of money to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah most definitely. And and, that, and that's where Test Him really started, wasn't it? Because, mm. um, you know, with Test Him, we 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 are yes focusing on testing the man because we feel that men aren't tested the mm. same as women are and um but we're, we're tackling this together tackling for tackling fertility together is our tagline yeah. um and it's because what we want to do is we want to get that really accessible early doors checking things out right through to hopefully a conception mm -hmm. and we want to be able to facilitate everything in between yeah. so that together with our partners we can be fully fully um, informed of, of what is the right treatment yeah. which is the best way to go getting people put in front of the right people so that, that they can give themselves the best possible chance, isn't it? And yeah. and, and the portal really is the, the heart of that because um, something that's quite interesting with the portal and, and coming from a patient side, from, from my side, and seeing the portal kind of being built was like all of these questions that can quite seem pretty like basic, normal questions. Um, and they can seem sort of like, are these relevant? Is this, mm. Does this make a difference? 
Um, but actually, there's so much there that, that really does. Really like, clever. for example, do you sit down all day? Mm. You know, like, what's that got to do with fertility? Yeah, and what yeah. do you do for a day job, Toby? I'm a train driver and a racing driver for a train <laughs> and, job. So and sit in a how, seat. How long are you sitting in a seat a all long, day? A long time. Yeah, yeah, a yeah, long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and, you know, it's all, it's all these sort of elements is, is really going down to the absolute, fund, right from the fundamentals yeah. of, of kind of just male health, because all these things don't just affect fertility, it affects our yeah. health, right? Yeah, so, yeah quite. Um, it's a super exciting mission what we're what we're yeah, doing, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. so cool. Well, we're trying to get to the root cause, aren't we? Really, we're Absolutely. not trying to bypass and just treat mm. you know the cause of a, a fertility issue. Yeah, um, it's actually let's identify the root cause and figure out is there a way in which we can correct that root cause? And it could be minor things. It could be just things like you know don't take a hot bath too often or jacuzzis and things like that. Mm. Or, and and there's lots of common things which don't cost anything other than yeah. a bit of common sense. But if you're not aware of some of the um, you know confounding issues, um, you won't really think about trying to modify your own health. And I think that's one of the other the big things. You know, so we, you know within the questionnaire we've got questions like you say uh, is this really relevant the fact that i sit down all day or the fact that i you know only eat two portions of fruit and vegetables a day and the fact i've had mumps and all this and the other i think there's a lot of um i was gonna say fake news it's like that's just a horrible trump, trump <laughs> term isn't it but you know guys just have to they, they go to google or another search engine to to find information yeah. and, and I th- or or they get a lot of information from their partner and they're just like oh i'm just being nagged to not drink alcohol i'm being nagged to get off my bike and there's there's been a lack of consistent reliable information available to men for forever really yeah. and i think what that questionnaire does because it's been devised by you know professor ralph henkel and you michael against validated legitimate research these questions are entirely relevant they're and important. Yeah, yeah, they're not random questions. We're yeah. not just curious how many, you know, we're, we're, we're not just curious about you how know, many what, carrots you eat a week. How many carrots you eat or what colour your underpants are, although we don't ask what colour, but what type of underpants you wear. <laughs> yeah. um, what colour are you wearing today? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, now you've thrown me. Oh, but yeah, so it's re- it, it is a validated, relevant yeah. questionnaire. Yeah. So it at least gives men somewhere to go for free to actually suss out for sure what's right and what's wrong, yeah. you know, and what well, it's yeah. about it's about looking at the flags, isn't it? We've got a few red flags in there, so you know, a few you know um, individual ones might 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 not make a difference, but actually, if you add them up um, mm. over you know a series of different questions, then you start getting alarm bells going and going like, actually, this could be affecting my my fertility health, not only general health but fertility health and. I've really got to think about that and, mm. um, you know, think about mitigating, you know, options that are available. So, yeah, yeah. and I think if you go, if you look at my kind of journey and take me as a kind of um, testimonial to the portal, really, a lot of the questions that, that, w- that are in the portal really would have flagged up something quite serious for me to mm. look at. I had a lump on my testicle. I used to get achy nuts. They mm. felt quite heavy and dull. Mm. Um, I sit down a lot. Mm. Um, at the time, I had not particularly a great diet. Um, and there was there was other factors there that was like okay well should you see a urologist should I go and see somebody and should I get an additional test done to a basic semen analysis um, and I found that out what five and a half years into my fertility program yeah. mm-hmm. which That's is crazy, bonkers because yeah. this, so much time. this condition I had yeah. had been around since my early 20s that I can remember you know I've, mm. had, I've had that for a long time so yeah. um and that's it, isn't it? The portal gives you those recommendations yeah, instantly. Sure. Yeah. There and then, they're free. Yeah. You can download them. 
Um, it tells share you. Them, yeah. Share them with a healthcare professional yeah. if you want to. Yeah. It tells yeah. you you need to eat more carrots. Yeah. It tells you. It tells you you need to change your underwear. Yeah. Um, Still water rather than fizzy water. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Cut down your coffee. Cut down your alcohol. Uh, but they're really important steps. But important. You know. Importantly, like you said, Michael, there's red flags in there. Yeah. And I think that's the other really important part of what we're doing here with Test Tim is, you know, we're, we're raising awareness. We're getting men educated. We want to get them the right tests. Mm-hmm. But also we want to get them the right support. And that support is getting them in front of the right medical professional. And that's the other really key part about what we're doing is actually helping men on that pathway through to a urologist or an andrologist. Because men don't know about this stuff. Yeah, no. Especially if those red flags are red flags. It, it, mm. They definitely need a little bit more support than um, you know, generally going through a GP or even a fertility clinic. The yeah. fertility clinic yeah, may totally. well be the wrong place if yeah. you've got all these red flags that haven't been identified beforehand. Yeah. So, kind of where are we going? Uh, so we're just coming yeah. to the end of 2022. It's been the first year of the Porsche Cayman Sprint Challenge yeah. Yeah. Uh, with the Test Him Porsche. I mean, it's been a big year for us. Hasn't it? It's been a big foundation it's year. Awesome this year. Yeah. What's, what's coming next for Test Him, do we think? I think ultimately global change for male fertility. <laughs> global <laughs> domination. <laughs> well, yeah. if you want to call it that, it now, I, I it? think yeah. you know that's the thing for me is like you know how many men globally are currently a suffering in silence, don't know yeah. where to go, have no idea if they're an issue in their fertility journey. Um, I think we've got it on our banner: sixty million. There you go. Seven percent of the population. Yeah. So I'm I'm one of the first candidates done. Yeah. 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 Well, we're so certainly raising the voice for um, raising for fertility as well because totally. next season is going to be an awesome season, isn't it? So can't wait for. Can't so wait for what, what does the coverage look like for um, for what uh, yeah. race season's going to? Twenty twenty three race season is mm-hmm. um, live on ITV four, um, which yeah. is mega exciting because we can uh, start getting our campaign in front of the, the home viewers of, uh, of of motorsport, which is yeah. where it's at, and millions per weekend. Millions per weekend, yeah. yeah. So, so we're starting there. And this is it. You know, we want to have fun on the way, don't we? But we we've got a very serious mis- mission. And, and that mission is to change the world of male fertility support and testing. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's, where, that's where we're going. We're doing it with a racing car. We're doing it with smiles on our face. Yeah. Um, supporting FNUK on the way and just having a good time. Yeah. Uh, and, and helping and, men. And at the same time, we're lightening up the topic, right? We don't want people mm. to feel embarrassed about male factor fertility issues. We want people to feel empowered um, to be able to go to to us, to friends, to colleagues, whatever, to, to be able to talk about facility. Let's yeah. just stop being embarrassed about talking about balls and sperm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I just thought of another one. Just, we should be on top gear, shouldn't we? So, you know, as a company, we've got all <laughs> yeah. the gear, and, you know, you're a racing driver. It's a perfect mix. We That's should be on top gear. We should get on there as well. That's a good challenge. Not the way they treat cars. Well, this is true. <laughs> but have you seen how Toby treats the car? Hey, the, hey, I look track. after my race cars. He does. Other drivers. Yeah, it's the other drivers the problem. In fairness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the recording of this podcast, my car's currently in the, bo- in the body shop, isn't it, unfortunately? Oh, yeah, well, it's um, only minor, minor, yeah. Yeah, I know. minor bruises. But it's a beautiful Porsche. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, cool. It's been great chatting today. Yeah. I think we'll probably wrap it up there, but I yeah. think we've we've got the, hopefully you've got the flavour of Test Him, yeah. why, why this is so important to us and where we've come from to do it. Yeah. Um, Go on, Toby. Where do, where do people find us? Go on, do all the social media things. can do all the social media. <laughs> so you can find us on our website, www.testhim.com, or on Instagram at testhimlimited, LTD. 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 Yeah. And uh, yeah, come and say hi. If you see us um, sporting bobble hats or our, uh, our race jackets in the paddock, do come and say hello to one of us. Um, we're going to be at various events in motorsport and at the fertility show. 
um, yeah, come and say hello. And we're, don't, we're, don't be shy. We won't bite. Yeah, and yeah, pop on and, and fill out the questionnaire if you haven't done so already. Yeah, yeah. get on that uh, portal. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you, everyone. Excellent. See you later. Ciao. Bye for now. <laughs>